What's going on, guys? Macho Man Matty Savage here from the Smack Talk team. It's a new week. It's time for another Monday Night Raw recap. Three hours wrapped up in 15 minutes. Guys, let's dive right in because we got a lot to get into here. Um, just recapping real quick uh, the end of SmackDown last week, which did indeed see the tag team unification match between the Usos and RK Bro. And in case you missed it, the Usos, with some help, from fellow Bloodline member and the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. The Usos are now your unified tag team champions as they pick up the win over RK-Bro on SmackDown. Um, after the match, the Bloodline completely decimates RK-Bro. Riddle gets thrown through a table. Randy Orton gets just, they, they, just straight carnage to the point where you saw kids in the crowd crying to close out SmackDown. So, man, did they just absolutely nail the end of that show. So how are they going to follow it up here on Monday Night Raw? Show actually kicks off with Riddle making his way out solo, and he cuts a short promo before his upcoming match. And uh, it obviously he he was by himself, no Randy Orton. He does talk about Randy Orton and how he's been having a hard time physically over the past couple of years, especially with his back. Uh, mentioning how he was barely able to walk after uh, their tag team match. Uh, on SmackDown. So to me, it was kind of a way of writing off Randy Orton for the time being. Um, obviously, with rumors swirling that we're going to end up seeing Riddle potentially taking on Roman Reigns um, at Money in the Bank. And then the, the other rumor being that Randy Orton would then come back and take on Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. So, I mean, these are the, the things going on in the background. If that's how it's going to be, I mean, th this was the way to write off Randy Orton for at least a couple at least a month, month and a half, just to get him rested up because he has been in the business for 20 plus years. But nevertheless, Riddle vows to get vengeance on Roman Reigns and the Usos, and his path starts tonight. He's he's teaming up with former foes uh, of RK Bro, the Street Profits, and they're taking on the new unified tag team champions, the Usos, alongside Sami Zayn, who is still trying like hell to get into the bloodline. But so we get a six-man six tag to open up Monday Night Raw here. Um, it's it's It, it kind of went a little longer than I was hoping for. I mean, I, I think it took up probably the first 40 minutes between uh, Riddle's opening promo and the match itself. But it is Riddle that picks up the win here for the team after the Usos walked out on Sami Zayn. Um, and then he gets treated to an RKO from Riddle to pick up the win. And then the three, uh, the Street Profits and Riddle pose, uh, with Randy Orton's signature pose to close out this segment. Next up, we get Bobby Lashley's Almighty Challenge. And, I, and I'll keep this short because I'm going to get into the match that happens later on in the night. But um, essentially what this challenge was, um, was that Bobby Lashley wanted a piece of MVP one-on-one. -on -one, and the winner of that would decide the stipulation between Bobby Lashley and Omos at the Hell in a Cell. So um, that's the groundwork that was uh put down there in this almighty uh, challenge from Bobby Lashley. But man, the biggest takeaway for me was my man, Bobby Lashley. And, and I've said this before, he, he's just a natural heel. So to me, seeing him on the mic, trying to really push being a baby face, it just felt so forced and it didn't seem natural. Um, so it was, it was a tough segment to get through, but nevertheless, we are going to get, Bobby Lashley versus MVP later on in the night, which I'll get into shortly. 
Then we get the Judgment Day in some mixed tag team action. It's going to be Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley taking on AJ Styles and Liv Morgan. And uh, prior to this, Edge cuts another promo alongside his disciples. Uh, again, talking about how the truth can set you free by joining the Judgment Day. Who's going to be next to join the Judgment Day? Tommaso Ciampa, Finn Balor, Liv Morgan. A lot of the same that you've been seeing uh, if you've been following Edge over on social media on Twitter. He's been tweeting out pictures of just different superstars that apparently he's trying to bring into the Judgment Day and set them free and put them on a path to greatness. So uh, kind of the, the, a repetitive uh, segment here, promo from Edge, uh, but we kind of get the point here. Uh, but my takeaway here is where the hell was Finn Balor? He makes no appearance to be alongside AJ Styles and Liv Morgan when Liv Morgan uh, joined Finn Balor and AJ Styles last week on Raw, but uh, no Finn Balor at all, no explanation on where he was or why he wasn't there at all. So AJ Styles and Liv Morgan are on their own, and uh, it's the Judgment Day that do pick up the win in a post-match beatdown on AJ Styles and Liv Morgan. Next up, we get the King's Court. Yes, Jerry, the King Lawler, WWE Hall of Famer. He is here on Monday Night Raw for uh, another edition of the King's Court. This doesn't happen very often. And unfortunately for him, he gets the honor of uh, interviewing Veer Mahan. Yes, the guy that's been just dominating everything in his path is finally going to get an opportunity to speak his mind. And uh, yeah, it was kind of another awkward segment to me where, you know, Veer Mahan was not really answering any of Jerry Lawler's questions. So then Jerry Lawler proceeds to being the goofball that he is and tries to crack some stupid jokes that, I mean, they really weren't funny, but I understand what, what they were trying to get across. And it ended up ticking off Veer Mahan where he finally starts speaking into the mic. And it to me, it was kind of flat, um, honestly. There was a point where he just looked at Jerry in, in his eyes and said, is that fear that I smell on you, Jerry? And yeah, when it looked like Veer Mahan was going to attack Jerry the King Lawler, we get the Mysterios to come out again where they try to take out Veer Mahan. And Veer Mahan, at the end of the day, doesn't get taken off his feet, really. And he just kind of leaves to close out the segment. So not much progression. Uh, if you like seeing Jerry the King Lawler, there you have it. Uh, but not much progression on Veer Mahan here from week to week. We, we just saw this last week um, where the Mysterios returned and... Now let's get a match going to, to keep things going for Veer Mahan in his path of destruction. Next up, we get Alexa Bliss versus her former best friend and tag team partner. They were formerly women's tag team champions as well. I'm talking about Nikki A.S.H. So uh, we get this match. Dewdrop is in Nikki A.S.H.'s corner. She doesn't even play a factor in this match uh, as Alexa Bliss continues on her role and she picks up yet another win. Um... There was a mention on commentary of how Alexa Bliss is picking up some steam with wins since making her return to, to Monday Night Raw. Uh, she's got two wins now over Sonya Deville, and now this win over Nikki A.S.H. One would think that uh, that is just uh, them foreshadowing Alexa Bliss getting back into that Raw women's title picture where I think she belongs. Um, but I, I definitely think it's going to be a slow burn to get our to get there. Next up, let's talk about the Cody countdown because they did it once again. This week he was advertised for a match against The Miz, who he took on in his first match when he returned to Raw um, after WrestleMania. But 
We're going to run that one back as well. Um, and the countdown was that the match was going to be at 10 o'clock, and they delivered again on the countdown. Supposedly, it was a big rating success uh, last week when they advertised the, the Cody countdown for the first time. So it wasn't surprising to me to see that happen once again. Um, and now we get a match between two veterans here, Cody Rhodes and The Miz. And as it would to, as to be expected, we're not going to get a clean finish here. Um, it's, it's Seth freaking Rollins making his impact once again, as we're getting towards the, the, the latter end of the match, uh, Cody Rhodes makes his way onto the top rope and out comes Seth Rollins to toss him off the top rope to the outside, causing the disqualification. And, uh, yeah, then we get another beat down from Seth Rollins on Cody Rhodes, uh, with some help from the Miz temporarily. Uh, Rollins actually goes and grabs the belt that, Cody Rhodes takes off before he gets into the ring and hands off to a fan. He grabs that belt from the fan, and then he proceeds to whoop uh, Cody in the back just once. But enough damage was done. Um, and, yeah, then that's the, the end of your segment. So continuing that build towards what is looking like it's going to be your main event of Hell in a Cell, Cody versus Seth Rollins 3. Um, continuing to build that up, It's it's been well done all the way through. Um, it's, and yeah, they, that's, that's really all I got to say for that for this week. Anyway, um, just waiting to see when Cody Rhodes is going to get an upper hand on Rollins. And my guess is that's going to be next week on raw. Um, in the, I believe that would be the go home show for the hell in a cell. Next up, a lot of the same here. Again, we get another rematch this time. It's Chad Gable versus Ezekiel. Um, yeah, it, we, Chad Gable's got Otis uh, at ringside alongside him. Kevin Owens as well. We, we've been seeing this all the way since before WrestleMania. Um, it's Ezekiel that picks up the win via roll-up after uh, Otis and Kevin Owens get themselves ejected from the ring when they try to interfere. Uh, after the match, Ezekiel kind of runs through the crowd uh, to avoid a beatdown from the three of them. And Kevin Owens lays out the challenge finally. And he says, you know, I, I don't care if you're Elias. I don't care if you're Ezekiel. I don't care if you're whatever. Uh, my point now is I want to whoop your ass. So he challenges Ezekiel to a match at Hell in a Cell, which we are going to get. I mentioned earlier Bobby Lashley's Almighty Challenge, which transitioned into his match with MVP. So that that match happens right before our main event. Uh, Omos is ringside, and he obviously is going to play a factor in the deciding uh, the way this match ends. Um, I'm just going to fast forward through because Bobby Lashley basically was whooping MVP's ass. Omos kind of uh, interjected himself, got Bobby Lashley to the outside, uh, and caused enough of a distraction for Bobby Lashley to get himself counted out. So, yes, MVP picks up the win over Bobby Lashley via countout. Um, Lashley... Uh, after taking out Omos on the outside, he comes into the ring behind MVP and applies the hurt lock to close out this segment. But the big takeaway is that MVP gets to choose the stipulation between Bobby Lashley and Omos at Hell in a Cell, which if you watch Raw Talk after Monday Night Raw, which I did not, I actually caught up on that first thing this morning. Um, the challenge has been laid out and it's kind of underwhelming. It's not inside of a Hell in a Cell because they just had their cage match last week. It's actually going to be a handicap match. So, yes, we're going to get Omos and MVP taking on Bobby Lashley in a handicap match at Hell in a Cell. So, 
hopefully that's going to be the end of the feud because uh, I've seen enough of this and Bobby Lashley has a baby face. It just ain't working. Now let's get into our main event, guys. Asuka versus Becky Lynch. They run it back again. How did we get here? Um, so earlier on in the night, Becky Lynch approached Adam Pearce about, uh, of course, if you missed last week, she she got the green mist thrown in her, uh, spit into her eyes, which kind of distracted her enough for uh, Asuka to pick up the win and become the number one contender to take on Becky Lynch, uh, to take on Bianca Belair at Hell in a Cell. Um, and surprisingly enough, Adam Pierce agrees that uh, Becky Lynch was kind of, I don't want to say cheated out of uh, the opportunity, but he, he knows that both competitors uh, kind, kind of try to pull up, uh, pull one up over the other. And he decides that we're going to get Asuka versus Becky Lynch again. And if Becky Lynch can successfully beat Asuka, she will be entered into the Hell in a Cell match as well. And it'll become a triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. So there's the groundwork laid for your main event, which was a, a well-executed main event, uh, as to be expected from Asuka and Becky Lynch. Uh, Bianca Belair was on the outside just watching because one of these or both of these are her next opponent. So um, fast forward towards the end of the match. Uh, they're both on the outside, Becky Lynch and Asuka. Uh, Lynch gets thrown onto Bianca Belair, who's just sitting there. And Asuka goes for a kick. Becky Lynch gets out of the way. So the kick executes on Bianca Belair to knock her down. Uh, and then Becky Lynch kind of just throws Asuka into the table. And when Asuka tries to get herself back in the, into the ring to avoid the 10 count, uh, Becky Lynch just kind of rolls her up for the 1-2-3. And boom, there you have it. Becky Lynch has now qualified for to be in Hell in a Cell to take on uh, Bianca Belair and Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. And guys, these are three phenomenal women superstars on the Raw roster. This has the potential to, to, to steal the night. I mean, aside from what we're expecting to see from Cody and Seth Rollins inside of the Hell in a Cell, um, this would probably be a, a really strong contender for a uh, match of the night aside from that. So, Definitely looking forward to that. I think they made the right call with inserting Becky Lynch into this match. Um, and that's how Monday Night Raw closed out. It's Becky Lynch on top, uh, qualifying again to, to, to be in the Raw Women's Championship match at Hell in a Cell. And uh, as always, I like to close out with a letter grade. And I'm actually going to downgrade this episode to a C-plus from last week. Um, last week, I thought it was a really strong episode. And this week was... It felt a little bit repetitive at times. Um, again, Edge's promo for the Judgment Day was a lot of the same. Um, we saw a couple of rematches with Chad Gable and Ezekiel. Uh, Cody Rhodes and The Miz. They, it, it wasn't a rematch from last week, but we've seen it already. Um, so for that reason, that's why I'm downgrading it down to a C+. I still think it was a decent episode all the way through. Um and yeah, guys, there you have it. This is your uh, your latest Monday Night Raw recap. Three hours wrapped up in 15 minutes. If you like what you're listening to, uh, make sure you hit me with a like, a follow, uh, subscribe, drop a review. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. I'm here for all of your listening needs on a weekly basis. So guys, thank you as always for tuning in, and I will talk to you all next week.